Did you ever have a really, really good idea that someone else took credit for? Maybe you had an idea at your job or with a boss or that you brought up in a meeting and you had this idea and someone else took that idea and ran with it and then started saying that it was their idea. Maybe in the relationship or the marriage or whoever you're with, with a toxic person, you had interactions that you were like, this is something I think we should do. And they ignored it and then they came back later and they're like, hey, this is something I think we should do. And you see, a lot of times we'll run into kind of like a little minutia idea that narcissists will steal your ideas a lot of times and they don't just steal them, they claim them as their own. Like they're the ones that thought of them and then you look like the crazy one and being like, uh, no, that's my idea. Like give credit where credit's due. And they're like, oh, like don't be so prideful. Like we're trying to do this for the team or we're trying to do this for the company or, or like, I'm, like why are you bringing this up? It's not that big of a deal. They'll try to discredit the things that you're doing, but they'll steal your ideas and they'll claim them as their own. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that on all the different platforms. So if you don't follow TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Music, podcasts, uh, all the different kinds of things. We're everywhere of, on, on social media. We're all over the place. Can't even say it all. We're all over the place under Raw Motivation. So like, rate, review, share. You never know when you share some of this stuff, like you could be saving people's lives. I think sometimes people are like, you're saving lives by providing clarity. I'm just putting it out there. What you do with it and how you encourage other people with the information about narcissism, the awareness, the growth, the healing, and the change, all that stuff that you put out there that you help other people, that's you saving lives too. So like it, share it, help other people understand what narcissism is and how it's so destructive and destroys so many aspects of lives, of relationships, of jobs, all types of things, okay? If you guys haven't had a chance to be able to check out the NARC app, go to narcapp.com. It's a great community. It's been growing and growing, and you want to get into it as soon as you can before it gets super huge. But we've got a, a like-minded community of people that can help give encouragement, give advice. You can take courses, track your no contact, log in on the weekly lives to get your questions answered, and then the monthly coaching calls where we bring in coaches from all across the globe to try to be able to help you increase your knowledge, your growth, your healing, and change, and continue moving forward. So super excited about that. Would love to interact with you on there. Go to narcapp.com. Stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. Narcapp.com. Okay, so check that out. If you guys haven't had a chance to be able to hear from the wife's perspective, we just launched a new podcast not too long ago. It's been absolutely blowing up. You guys have been super gracious and super kind uh, listening and just liking and sharing a lot of it. But you can look us up under Apple Podcasts at Trauma, Drama, and Life. And that's myself and my wife, Kayla Taylor, talking to you, dropping a new episode once a week to be able to say, this is what's going on. You know, this is what's in our own life. This is how we're handling this. This is how we process this. This is about trauma bonds. This is about working together with a, with a narcissist. All this type of stuff gets put into those. So feel free to give us more feedback, DM us, uh, send us an email under ben at rawmotivations.com, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Like it, share it, review, whatever. All right, jumping in. Narcissists that steal your ideas and then they claim as their own. Okay, so what's actually going on behind that? I think there's like two big concepts that I want to kind of start off with to give you an idea of why they steal your ideas and why they claim them as their own. The first one is narcissists don't like being wrong. Okay, if that's news to you, like that's a big concept here. Narcissists don't like being wrong. Like they can't stand it. 
Like I can't justify actually being wrong with what I said. I said this, it's not that. Like I feel bad. I don't want to actually live with that idea. So I have to gaslight. I have to take someone else's idea. I have to rage, whatever I have to do. I am not wrong. Okay, a lot of narcissists think that way and they don't want to be able to do that because it's incongruent with how they built their mask of like, my mask says I need to be this way. I'm perfect. I'm right. Everything's good. Wait a second. I'm actually wrong. No, 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 no. That doesn't exist. Okay, let me let me push that away. Let me be like, oh, yeah, this is what I was going to tell you guys. You know, let me put anything I can so that I'm not wrong. In our marriage, there was a lot of times that I would actually get to the place where I might be proved that I was wrong, or there might be something that I could see the data that I was wrong, but would I admit it? No. A lot of times you'll have a narcissist that even if they're faced with the proof right in front of their face, they won't actually say that they're wrong. A lot of times they're running away from that truth of actually being wrong because they can't actually stomach the fact that they're wrong. For me, it was almost like the idea that I couldn't even say the words. I think the closest I might have got the first like five years of marriage was like I was maybe less right, but I would never actually say I was wrong. That seemed almost impossible because it wasn't who I was, okay? It was who I thought I was. That was perfect, but it wasn't who I actually was, so I didn't want to own up to the fact that I was actually wrong. Okay, so narcissists don't like being wrong. Second thing is narcissists don't like um, not being the smartest person in the room. Okay, so like a lot of narcissism has to do with the ego, the entitlement of like, I have to be the best person ever. I have to be the smartest person in the room. You see this with the overt, but you also see it with the covert. They'll like kind of slyly be in there, maybe more on the side, maybe more of a, a, a side piece to what's going on, but they still think in their mind, I'm the smartest person in the room. So as a result, you get to the place where you start either putting down overtly or covertly another person, or you try to get to the place where you one up. Like I'm actually, I'm better than you because of this. You know, the song like anything you can do, I can do better. Like that perfect narcissist mantra. Like the idea of like, I'm the smartest, I'm the best. I don't like having someone else come up with ideas that are better than mine. So therefore those ideas either are awful or those ideas are now mine. It's kind of like the two things that they're going to run with there. The problem is ego, okay? Ego is like the huge part here in, in being wrong and not being the smartest in the room. And whenever ego gets brought into the table, it has to get sacrificed in order for a narcissist to actually admit that they're wrong. You see, ego gets sacrificed for a narcissist when they ask for help. I know a lot of times people are like, guys don't ask for help anyways. Like they don't ask for directions, okay? You know, a lot of times you have people that don't want to ask for help or don't want to ask for direction or anything like that because when they do that, their ego has to die a little bit. Like they have to put it down a little bit and be like, hey, I actually don't know everything. Like I actually don't know what I'm doing. Don't know the best idea. I need help. And that is where the ego starts to die a little bit. A lot of times ego also gets sacrificed when the narcissist is looking for input. Like to actually value and put it, put a emphasis on someone else's opinion is really hard for a narcissist to do because why? They are they already think that they have the best opinion in the world. They already think that their logic is impeccable. They already think that they're the best and the smartest person there. So actually, why would I stoop myself down to someone else's level to ask their opinion when I know it's going to be an awful opinion because my opinion is best, okay? And so in order to do that, like the pride has to be able to be put down. I was like, I have to lower my pride and actually say, hey, I can actually ask someone else for input. Another thing is ego gets sacrificed when a narcissist understands that another person's idea is better than their own. Because that's when the ego has to die there because I'm not the best. 
And like that is a super, super hard thing to do because the narcissist wants and thinks and puts the idea in the mask of I am the best person there. And when they start to realize that, that is a huge part that ego has to be sacrificed in order to go through that. So ego is sacrificed when they ask for help, when they look for input, when they realize their idea is better than their own. Okay. Do they ask for help? Do they look for input? Do they actually admit that? No, but I'm saying that's what has to come down to the fact. And that's why the narcissist won't actually do those things because ego has to be sacrificed. Okay. So a lot of times you'll see them steal your idea. That's what we're talking about. Right. So let's talk about like relationally wise. So you're in a relationship with a narcissist and you come up with an idea. Let's go out to eat here. Let's do this. Let's buy a house. Let's get a boat, whatever it might be. You come up with an idea. Okay, you talk to them about the idea or you communicate to others about the idea. And what normal response do you get from them? A lot of times nothing, right? A lot of times they don't respond, react. A lot of times they ignore you of like your idea is stupid or, you know, just completely ignore of like, okay, then they keep moving on. But then all of a sudden they come back a day or a week later and you hear them talking to one of their friends or their buddies or whoever it might be. And they're saying your idea. And you're like, wait a second, like I just said that. And they're like, what are you talking about? And then they start making you out to be the foolish one, the one that's looking a little crazy. Because then they pretend it's their idea, take all the credit and try to move on, making themselves feel like they're the best person ever. Sometimes you'll have them steal your idea work-wise. So if you're in the work environment, they'll steal your idea. And then when you start to get upset, they'll be like, no, it's for the team. Like, Like, why would you do that? Like, this is for the whole company. But then you watch them and they're the ones that advance themselves and not give you the credit or give someone else the credit of like, hey, this wasn't my idea. So-and-so came over this, a great idea. Instead, they want all the praise. They want all the attention back on them. A lot of times when we're talking with a covert narcissist, especially, they'll charm you in such a way that you almost feel bad for sticking up for yourself. That you almost feel bad for even having an idea of like, no, that was my idea. No, I'm not going to say anything. And you don't. But sometimes you'll have more of an overt or a boss that is, is out there a little bit more aggressive and they threaten you like, you know, this is my idea now. Like you work for me, therefore your ideas are mine. Like that quote of like, like ownership piece, you know, or maybe like the covert signs, they kind of like slide it in to make you think that they're the ones that should have the information and it's not you. So a lot of times they'll steal your idea work-wise too. The thing is, they'll take your ideas, they'll take your thoughts, your suggestions, all this kind of stuff. A lot of times they'll take your ideas because they're threatened by your intelligence, by your logic, and they don't want to be seen to everybody else out there as normal. You see, a narcissist wants to be special. They want to be the smartest person, the best person, like all these type of things. And when they get like around someone that might be bringing an idea that's better than them, they got to be able to do something to avoid that. And your ideas that they're going to steal... In one sense, it's kind of a compliment because your idea was better than theirs. They're stealing it because it was better than theirs. But the idea that you have, they feel threatened, whether it's by your intelligence, by your logic, by how smart or great the idea is, whatever it might be. And they have to be able to avoid the possibility of being viewed as being normal. So I got to take that. So the spotlight's on me. That way it's my idea, not anybody else's. <laughs>